The following is paid programming. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of this radio station, its advertisers, or sponsors. Stand by for the Dollar Doctors coming up next on KB Radio. While Willard and Peter warm up their computers, a reminder that for years, the Dollar Doctors have presented free, useful workshops describing their supply and demand approach to the market. Many have attended these strictly educational workshops and have learned about this methodology that's been around for a hundred years and works as well today as ever. The Dollar Doctors use this supply and demand method to help determine the probable future trend of any stock or mutual fund. Over the years, hundreds of attendees have used this method to better make unemotional decisions on when to buy and when to sell. You may be among those who, while listening to the Dollar Doctors, have watched the very charts they're discussing. The supply and demand method has many advantages, but one disadvantage, it does require vigilance and can be time consuming if you really want to feel that you're on top of your assets. That's why over time, some of Willard and Peter's listeners have asked them to manage their investment portfolios as well as their 401ks. Saperston Asset Management now manages investments for several hundred clients who found it comforting to know that Saperston Asset Management is watching over their financial well-being and who feel a time-consuming burden's been lifted from their shoulders. If you've ever considered having Saperston Asset Management help you with your investment decisions, you can easily get full information with no obligation by calling Peter or Willard at 854-7541. They'll be glad to inform you of the many ways they can help. That phone number again, 716-854-7541 or call toll free at 800-879-7541. And now here are the Dollar Doctors. Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York, member FINRA SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. Good morning, Peter. David Bronstein here. What a beautiful Saturday. It's going to be in the 70s. I see you didn't get the forecast because you got flannel on, but that's okay. Uh, it's yeah. windy. Well, oh. Which means it's it's ten degrees less than I don't think with the wind true. chill factor. No, it's, you're making it up. And a matter of fact, I did find something to complain about. This is my least favorite time of year with all the leaves piling up on oh, my lawn. Oh. Okay, I always got something to complain about. I was looking out the window today, thinking what of that October storm we had, and there, again, mm -hmm. there are so many leaves still on the trees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but today yeah. will bring some. No, it's good they come down, but that's a pain in the... Well, anyway, it is Saturday, October 10th, 2020. We, they invented this thing called a rake. It is... You, uh, you, you, people you, who rake their lawn are stupid. You, you go, just, you pick it you up go out and you go out. Time? No, you go out there with your lawnmower, and you lawnmower it up. Hmm. Lawnmower The guy next to me was raking, and I said, didn't you know you do it with your lawnmower? And he did. He says, I can't believe all these years I've been raking... Hmm. And what do you do? You just mulch it in there? I, yeah, or you yeah. have a bag? Yeah, I got a bag. And right. bring, it, bring it right out to the curb. That's it. Or else put a uh, big big garbage can and pour where, it in. Where I live, they come and take them. You don't have to bag them. But my mother, I mm -hmm. take care of her house. You have to bag them. Usually I have about 20 bags. So maybe oh, yeah. I will do that yeah. this year. Yeah, because yeah. I, did, I don't bag them. I just put them out in the street where they come and pick it up. Right. Okay, they yeah. do that where right. I live, too. So now I've given a big tip. I said to somebody, why did it take me 40 years to figure out to use the lawnmower? <laughs> you know? So do you raise the 
thing so it doesn't get too close to the ground or no? Do you no, race it? It, it depends because if you wait too long and, and the leaves are piled up, then you got to raise it. Up, okay. You know, but yeah. Thank you. Just there adding you, all these there you go. points. There but you it's, it's the way to do it. This is the self-help show. You know, it takes like about 15, 10, 15 minutes, you know, and boom, you're done. Yeah. Anyway. Doesn't the grass get out into the street, though? A little bit does, but they don't care. They're going to yeah. come by with that big sweeper, you know, and pick up the stuff. Do they? I know in Hamburg where the offices, they have that big sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they come by. You know. They do that where they, you they, Yeah, they pick it up. So there you go. There's the tip for the day since it's a financial show. <laughs> we use, they use a rake system. We will move on. But what I forgot to say was <laughs> I forgot to say everything. Now I'm totally digressed. But anyway, uh, it is. Did I say that already? It's Saturday. <laughs> you can say that. No, you didn't. I guess no, I didn't. October 10, 2020. It's 10.07 in the morning because somebody held me up. And we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station. Do we? ESPN 15.20 a.m. at midnight. Okay. Unless there's a sporting event. And there are now. And there are. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and if there is a sporting event at that time, we will be on after the sporting event. Also, we are available every week, Saturday morning, 10 to 11 a.m., live streaming. If you go to our website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming, and you're all set. Also at the website, all of our shows are archived, so if you miss a show, you want to replay a show, once again, go to saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat and archives, click on archives, and there's... Years and years of shows there. Also, last but not least, there's a free economic report every week by Stone and McCarthy. Yeah, it's very comprehensive. It's up there either late Friday or early Saturday. And uh, this week they talk about, uh, I guess there's a couple things going on. With no, there's a couple things going on. Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> you know, but they, you know, they, they talk about how the the world seems to be in great shape because of the twelve hundred dollars stimulus and the savings rate went up so dramatically. And I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows? You know, yeah. I mean, it's all noise. It's all noise. That's what I keep. Telling I, I really people, thought you know. they were going to announce a, a, a package on Friday, just the way the market was, and mm-hmm. then they come out and they said the president upped his. Uh, you know, his offer, and, uh, you know, he pulled it away on one day. I was talking to clients. I said, he's just negotiating. That's it. He wants to be in charge of this. So he pulls it, comes within 24 hours, says, we're going to we're gonna have a deal, and now he's raised it to $1.8 trillion. Yeah, it was $1.8. Where's the Democrats? 2.2, 2. 2.4? 2. 2, yeah, 2 or 4. I yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. So yeah. they're, getting, they're getting closer. Yeah, but McConnell said they doesn't think they'll have one before the election. Yeah, who knows? You know, McConnell says things too, and they yeah. don't always come true. You know, it's uh, like you say, it's all negotiating. Right now, did I cover everything? We didn't give the phone number. Did I? Yes, I'm trying to do now. Eight zero three fifteen twenty toll free eight hundred eight seven nine seven five four one. Once again. Very easy to get in right now, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And if for some reason you don't want to call, you can use our chat box. Go to saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat, join the chat, you're all set. You can type in a question, type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Right now, we're going to go to Phil in Williamsville. Good morning. 
Good morning, uh, Peter and David. How are you? Good morning, okay. sir. Yeah. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Got to get an update on uh, fuel cell energy. Oh, and, gee. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot of drama this uh, past couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, un- un- they've had like, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. They've had like three offerings in, in like a month, like an ATM, uh, a bot, whatever, what do they call it, a bot deal? And then this last one, uh, they uh, they set the uh, the price like thirty cents below where it was, and of course it dropped dropped down, and now it's gone way back up. So it was like short term pain for long term gain, I guess. I guess. <laughs> What's they the got symbol? like a hundred million dollars, you know, before expenses out of it. So their balance sheet is going to be a lot better now. Yeah, it's uh, you know FCEL is the okay. symbol. Uh, you know, yep. the whole hydrogen fuel cell area has been hot lately. Right. And but they're the laggards. Uh, yeah, they are. No question about it. Because I see plug power has been unbelievable. Right. And uh, you know, people, you know, fuel cell. I don't know if you've been in it for a long time. You know, it's been disappointing over the years. Uh, it was pumped yeah. up, you know, it's been pumped up at times, you know, in the last two, 10, 20 years, you know. And then, then you, you know, if you look, then it gets buried. It was up at, what, 29 back in 17 or 18. Got all the way down to like, 25 cents. And it's at 262 yeah. on the close. Yeah. But. Right. And, uh, you know, as they say, this time is different. Yeah, I, I really think I think it is different. It, it may be. Uh, yeah, it may be. Uh, I mean, there is a logic for, you know, trying to move to hydrogen fuel cells. There's no question about that. And as a matter of fact, they even mentioned, you know, to digress a little, that solar energy is totally competitive right now. And you can see what's happened with the solar stocks, you know. But, yeah, I, I mean, the, the good thing about it, if there be a good thing about it, is you're ending up with, uh, you know, uh, higher lows, higher highs. So it's in a, you know, even though it's still in a big bear trend, all right, uh, way below the trend line, uh, you know, there's hope for it, you know. And uh, the latest rebound, uh, you know, didn't, once again, didn't go back down. So it was a higher low. And now it looks like, you know, you have a shot at testing that 350 area. And even if it did stay bearish and if it you know, got up to 375, next potential targets in the five area. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what the bull case is uh, right now. Mm-hmm. And J.P. Morgan came out with this, I think it was like a quid pro quo for being the underwriter in, the, in this last offering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and came out with yeah. a price target of $3, which I think is... Kind of ridiculous, right? Well, that, that that's normal on Wall Street. I mean, I I, re- I forgot what I was reading in Barron's this morning. It was a big bullish article on this company, and they, they put the price target. It was like five dollars above where it is right now. I mean, you know, yeah. so you know. Well, they might have been a hundred dollars below. Well, they could have been. Yeah, that's it, that's so. true. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, but J.P. Morgan initiated it with overweight. So so overweight's yeah. good. You know, forget the price target. <laughs> Yeah, last no, time I, it had a big price target was in March of 2016 uh, at $16. So Yeah, that that was probably J.P. Morgan, too. Uh, no, FBR <laughs> Capital. Yeah. But anyway. Well, uh, stifle. Actually. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, you're okay. The group is hot. You know, you like to be in a, as we've always said, you know, try to be in a stronger sector. 
Obviously, right. normally, normally you want to be in the strongest stocks, in the strongest sectors, but, uh, you know, everything will be dragged along eventually unless there's something wrong with the company, exactly. you know. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm, I'm not normally a swing trader, but I do want to swing trade this to increase my holdings. Mm-hmm. What's, I know it's probably up to me, but what percentage of your core would you recommend swing trading? I mean, I got six-figure share count in this thing. Well, <laughs> I mean, it is up to you in terms of your risk tolerance, you know. Most people would say as a percent of your portfolio, certainly not above 10% and usually around 5 you know, which you may be okay. over right now, so... Well, um, I, I heard some very good hedge fund manager types mm -hmm. saying that everybody should have Bitcoin in their portfolios, but no more than 1%. I don't know if this is a Bitcoin type of thing. I know it's not Bitcoin, but if it's that risky, um, you may, you may yeah, not want to have Yeah, I know. Will, you know, Willard would 5%. probably say 3%, you know, so. Yeah. So I don't and, know. Uh, that that probably doesn't help you any. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in my particular case. But, right. Uh, yeah, you got to watch. I'm some, not a. Yeah. Oh, good. No, I'm I was not what, a chart. Yeah. Leader. Yeah. But what I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. But I, what I was going to say was that, uh, you know, it's the people who have made the most money, but they're big risk takers, have made it in general, by being less diversified and being more concentrated, okay? The people who make um, the real big money, you know. The other well, side I'm of the coin is the people who go belly up are people who get too concentrated, so right. risk, <laughs> risk reward. <laughs> yeah. How, can you give me any tips for uh, <clears throat> more successful swing trading, you know, not being a it's it's Not tough, you know. The, the charts. I don't, I don't know what swing trading is. I, 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 what's swing it's, trading? It's shorter term trading, okay, okay. But it's not day trading. So All right. People have different right. definitions of it. It could be for a week, three weeks, month, you know. Okay. But it's that just, type, you know. Okay. Yeah, just um, buy low, sell high. That's my tip. I'm out of here. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, yeah <laughs> typically, I mean, you know, if you're not a chartist and so forth, uh, people have all sorts of different approaches. That's the problem, you know, and you have to find something that fits with you. And um, and it's only as good as your last trade. Yeah. Well, it I, is. I've done it once. I've done it once with the stock, and uh, I sold it at uh, after that uh, last offering when it was taking a nosedive. Right. Mm -hmm. Sold it at 188 and bought back to uh, 166. Oh, good, good for you. Yeah, good, so good. Yeah, I mean, I, I increased my share count a little bit, and I should have, I should have sold it earlier, but always uh, waited. <laughs> when it goes down, you should always sold it. Listen, well, you, there, you so. know, depending on the stock, you know, it's hard, it's tough with the speculative type stocks, but what some swing traders say, they follow a pattern of buying on opportunities like that so in the sense that if they've done their research we always have to get that in but you know if you've done your research into it and you really feel that you know you have strong reason that this is going to be a good stock okay you use uh, drops and pullbacks for buying opportunities exactly yeah. so uh, 
and you know, you should look at a chart in terms of you don't have to know anything about technical analysis. Just you know, go to like stockcharts.com, and you can right. see, and you can see where it's been holding support. You can see where the 50-day, for example, the 50-day moving average is at 250. Mm -hmm. The 200 days at two. So you know, the 50 days usually buying opportunities. You know. And some people use the pullbacks to the 20-day, you know, as, as a pullback opportunity. On the other side of the coin, there's breakout traders, you know, that only buy swing trade on breakouts. Uh, that's tougher, you know. Yeah. One last thing before uh, mm -hmm. that's wrap all right. it up. Uh, can you check the short interest on that stock? I think it's increased from where it was. Um, when you go to finviz.com, yeah, uh, short ratio 2.91. All right, so that's and what's the short interest or just days to cover or short float is 21.8 percent. Yeah, there you go, 21.8 percent of the float. Wow, under, that's a lot under three dollar wow. stock, yeah. Yes. Hoping for a squeeze. <laughs> well, yeah, you hope for a That's squeeze, you or, yeah. or you yeah. help for, hope for uh, you know, hope never gets you any place. But but yeah. uh, hope for some but, earnings. But That's yeah, what you yeah, want. If some something positive that people didn't expect, right? You they know? got they they got a lot in the pipeline. Uh, yeah, and but you're hoping for something. You know, if everybody knows about the pipeline, maybe it doesn't mean anything. Okay. Right. Yeah, you know, so you need something nobody expected, you know, to come up, some kind of announcement or something, and uh, that would create a big short run, short move, you know, short squeeze. Yeah. So this uh, has there been reverse splits in this stock? Uh, uh, yeah, there has been. Okay, because uh, I'm looking back last to year. 2010, the stock was like $600 a share. Yes, when you it see like that. 2000, it was 2000 a share at one time. <laughs> <laughs> not that that means uh, I mean, not, wrong. yeah, not really, you know, because of the reverse splits, it has to be adjusted, you know, so. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it never traded at 2,000, you know, so. But they have to. They but, have they, to. but they have to readjust this. Yeah, so. All right. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank, thank you very much, gentlemen. I always uh, appreciate your uh, your insights. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much for starting us out and calling. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care. Have okay, take one. care. Okay, right now, give us a call. Phone lines wide open, 803-1520. Toll free, 800-879-7541. Wide open, big hint. Anybody in the chat box? Yes. Really? Okay. Or you can go to our chat box at <clears throat> saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab. You're welcome. It says chat and archives. Click on chat. And then join the chat, type in a question, type in a symbol, type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Our good friend in New Jersey, Art, uh, happy fall, uh, looking for Zimmer. What do you think about Zimmer? ZBH, close at 147.99. And he publicly thanks you for helping him with something. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. It must have been a mistake. <laughs> Gee. No, that's okay. very nice of you to do that, whatever you did. Okay, go ahead. Very nice. Very Spin-off. Very strong. Uh, just <clears throat> broke out again. And uh, looks like it could easily be easily, famous last words, but uh, headed toward 160 to test the previous, looks like maybe all-time high. Amazing. You could have bought this stock at 74 in March. 
mm-hmm. doubled. And, uh, you know, so I'd say the next target's probably uh, 160. Nice. Uh, take the potential target on the chart, you know, the charting method. Uh, the calculation there is 184, you know, so that's not really outlandish. So, you know, you take out 160, you have a possibility of going to 184. And, um, you know, support for the stock now should be between 130 and 138. Would only reevaluate probably at 128. You know? mm-hmm. So that's about it. Beautiful. Nice stock. Okay, oh. we're done. We're done for the show now? <laughs> It was it was callers. a good week last week. I remember somebody asked in the chat box. It was the best box, week since April, I believe. Yeah, somebody asked in the chat box, when's the correction going to be over? We said, what correction? Yeah. You know, typically, you know, the election cycle, uh, you know, pre-election uh, or election year cycle, rather. Presidential election cycle, that's what I'm probably trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, typically gets a little rough, you know, in October. But don't forget that, um, and that hasn't happened yet, which could be very bullish. And matter of fact, Barron's, you know, their, their comment is, uh, you know, as we said last week, what may worry or but you have to kind of shut out all the noise. You have to you know, be disciplined. I mean, you can't just hang on to a bad position. But this kind of volatility in a way is almost your friend that creates opportunities. You know? Yeah. What do you think of, I mean, inflation? They keep on, you know, during the week we see reports from some of the Fed uh, governors and that and. I, I just don't see any inflation. I don't, I don't see how we're going to have inflation. I just don't see it. Well, if we do, what they'll do is they'll change the way they calculate it. Right. But even which, which they've you know, done before. I don't know, know if you notice, and maybe I've been missing this. I don't trade foreign currencies or anything, but um, the uh, Japanese 10 year is in positive territory as opposed to, like, the German 10-year, which has been negative. I haven't seen that Japanese, you know, maybe I've been, I don't really watch it that closely, but I happen to notice it this week, um, that uh, the Japanese 10-year Treasury was uh, a positive rate, which it hasn't been in, I, I don't remember seeing it. Don't know. I don't follow it either, but you're probably right. I would I would think it's probably. Yeah, so know. our 10 years about point zero point seven eight. The Bund, the German one, is a negative 5.54, and Japanese is positive 0.54. 0.54. Yeah, I thought it came out out negative 5.54. Okay, 0.5. And the the Japanese uh, 10-year is uh, positive 0.03, which I I haven't seen that, but they've been talking about this uh, trade with the yen and the dollar, and maybe that's got something to do with it. Yeah. It's hard to say, but yeah, but, but I, I don't see inflation. I, I you know cars. I, I do. Do you? Oh yeah. Like what? Go out pro- to eat. Well, go to the supermarket. They the restaurants have to make up for. It's hard to get by. I don't 25%. care. I don't care the reason why. You know. Right, but, but that, that's not, some, there are things that are more expensive out there. There's no question. Right, but about, that's not yeah. inflationary. No, because they take food and energy out, right. you know, so right. whether that should be done or not, I, can understand, I understand why they did it, because it tends to be very volatile, you know, yeah. but, but whatever, you know. Um, right now, give us a call, phone line's wide open, 803-1520, toll free, 800-879-7541. And believe it or not, the Dow is now positive for the year. 
mm-hmm. by 0.17 percent. Mm-hmm. S&P's up 7.63. Nasdaq's up 20. And uh, small caps have come roaring back. They're only down 1.85. Yeah, they were dead in the water. Yeah, 1.85 percent for the year. But it's also very interesting that uh, small caps have had the best week of all the averages. You know, mm-hmm. so and it kind of shows up that how do they come back from a major, major deficit? Well, there and, goes that value trade. Yeah. Well, what I was looking at, you know, what's really hurt the small caps is the value side of the small caps. The growth side of it has been exceptional, okay? Yeah, value had like two days where everybody was, oh, hey, look at we're switching value. the value, right? But I'm looking at some of the small cap growth ETFs like uh, VBK, which is Vanguard small cap, and that right now is up 18, no, is it uh, 16.63% for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, IWO, which is the Russell 2000 growth small cap ETF, is up 12.4, the Vanguard Russell 2000 growth, and that, that was IWO for the uh, iShares Russell. Uh, Vanguard Russell 2000, which is VTWG, is up 12.27, and there's a JKK, which is an iShares Morningstar small cap growth ETF, is up 21.7%. Yeah. So everybody, oh, how horrible the small caps have been. Well, it's been the small cap value. You know. That's right. We do have someone in the chat box. Very good. Save the day. Go ahead. There you go. Somebody is looking to uh, buy HBI. That's Haynes brand. Oh, yeah. It's got a 3.6% dividend. Close at 1721. I'm I'm, I'm wearing their product right now. All right. Let's not go there. This is 2020. We need, where's where's human resources? Jimmy, get human resources. Haynes brands. Boy, it looks nice. It's been, oh, broke the down trend lines, given a couple of buy signals. Um, let's see, the 200 days at 1265, way above that, closed at 1721. It's been moving up very strongly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the 50 days at 1567. So, I mean, ideally, you'd like to see it stay above the uh, 50 day. You mm-hmm. might. But, you know, you would only reevaluate this, uh, depending on your risk tolerance, at 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, next resistance is 19 to 22. And the potential price target, for what it's worth, uh, on the uh, point and figure charts, 26. Wow. So risk-reward looks very good in here. You know, and, uh, you know, if it dropped below the 50-day, I'd take a look at it again, which okay. is about 15 and a half. But the real sell signal would be back at 13 and a half. So, so it looks may- good. Hopefully you've done research into it. And, you, yeah. you know, you can use those parameters for where <clears throat> it might move, where it might have support, and make a plan and go yeah. from there. And they make yoga pants? What do they do? Do they make yoga pants? That's what you're wearing today in the studio. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, these these are under my yoga pants. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right now, give us a call. HR's on the line. 803-1520, toll free 800-879-7541. Phone lines are wide open. Or if you don't want to call us, go to the chat box, saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on Chat and click on Join the Chat. And you can type in a question, type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. 
And right now, uh, if Paul would be uh, patient for one minute, we'll take a quick one-minute break. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors. Every Saturday morning, live from 10 to 11, Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctor shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. Give us a call. Phone lines are wide open, 803-15. They're probably out raking leaves. 803, they didn't hear about lawn lawn mowing them up. 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Go next to Paul and Sloan. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, Good morning. How about uh, GLW Corning? What's going on with those guys? Anything? (laughs) We're waiting. We're waiting. I don't know. I haven't looked at that in a long time. We there. talked about yeah. it a couple of weeks ago. But look at that. Is there good news? Came 3478 out. 34.78. Holy cow. This is a big moment here. What, what is it at? $34.78. Yeah. This is. Holy macro. What yes. happened? I don't know. Check the news. More buyers and sellers? No, you go check the news, and I'll. This is it. This is make or break time, 35, 36 area where it's died many times It's been steady. It it must be uh, the 5G thing that people are uh, looking at. I don't know. Well, there had to be news on it. I'm telling you, there isn't any news on it. Any news, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's news, but nothing that would make it move. Yeah, I'd watch it very carefully in this area. Sounds like it's time to go have a correction. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, basically, having run up since March from 17 and a half to 35, what's that, a double? <laughs> yeah, in my book, oh, yeah. Holy mackerel. Hey, uh, you guys don't talk much about international funds. Uh, I've got one here, uh, AEPGX. Could you take a look at that? Mm-hmm. AEPGX. Let's see. Come on, come on, come on. Here we go. American Funds Euro-Pacific Growth. It's one of the better ones. Is it really? Oh, oh yeah. Holy oh, yeah. cow, what a chart. Yeah. Beautiful. It's definitely one of the Beautiful. I, I hate it. I just don't like it, but okay. I have it in portfolios and where clients that I do their 401ks, like my daughter-in-law and son-in-law, uh, they uh, offer this. I you know put 10% mm-hmm. in. I just, have, have, have you held this for a long time? or Forever. What was that? Forever. 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 Well, I can't count all the years. All right. Well, done well. It is done one well. Of my, one of my first funds that I bought when I got into the market, like uh, 1995. Really? Oh, wow. Boy. Yeah, I'm old, man. Well, we won't. Uh, Try not to top o- not me. older than Pete. So. <laughs> Nobody's older than me, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, <Not> older than dirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. Just just gave a new buy signal. Uh, you know, long term, as long as it stays above about 52.66, I don't I don't reevaluate it if it dropped below that. Yeah. And uh, take it for what it's worth with a grain of salt, the price objective 95.20. How's the uh, how's the dollar doing? It's been a, a little weak, you know. But you know, it's like uh, I just saw what was it in the Barrons today? You know, it said the dollar reminds when they talk about the dollar. A lot of people saying it's going to crash, you know, yeah, and so yeah. forth and so on. But well, that stimulus package ain't going to help it any. Well, you never know. You know, the argument in Barrons was that uh, because uh, foreign investors are just loading up on U.S. stocks, all right, uh-huh. and, and that they have to get dollars to make uh-huh. those purchases, okay? Yeah. And uh, so that, you know, while the dollar might drift lower, it's not going to tank, all right, as long as they're into our markets, okay, and they need the dollars. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting, the one they said was, you know, because the, the U.S. dollar has to be compared to the worldwide currencies uh, package or... U.S. dollar to Canada, U.S. dollar. It's, it's, so they, they used the old Henny Youngman joke, you know, when they asked him, how's your wife? And he said, compared to what, right? right. So it's the same thing with the dollar, right? Compared to what? Henny Youngman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, you're in a good fund, no question about it right now. Like I say, you know, if it goes under 52.66, you might think about it. You know. How about, can I hit you with one more? Oh, sure. You're it. For the day. VTSMX. PSMX. VT. Oh, VT. SMX. It's the uh, total stock market fund. Oh, well, that should be doing well. That's a good place to be, really. Yeah, I got I got mo- most of my stock mar- market money in there. Yeah. I mean, once again, it's another one, you know, that's it's exceeded, you know, the price objective on the chart. Yeah. But but uh, Bob, Bob Brinker always recommends it in his newsletter. But it's it's a good way to go, you know, because you're, you're you're getting more diversification by being in a total market index, and um, you know the 200 days back at 76. So I'd only you know reevaluate if it went under 76. Yeah. Hey, I got a quick question for you. Uh, I'm 80 years old. Okay. Oh, oh you beat us. And. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking about it. it. Might be time to just get out of the market and you know go with the uh, you know. Go where? That's the problem. Oh no, that's not the problem. If you have enough money that you're happy well, with, right? right. right? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, because it kind of kind of looks like you got to watch out for the the black swan, you know. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. You know, and and you know, I've said to some people before. Hey, if you got all the money you want, I mean, obviously. You always can want more and more, but if you got all the money yeah. you need, let's say, right, uh-huh. uh, nothing wrong with that. Or just cut it way down to ten percent or twenty percent. You know, uh, take most of it off, and uh, that's it. Well, you also, depending on how much you have, you got to look at tax consequences. So you may want to do, you know, a certain portion a year. Have a plan. Well, the other side is it is it in a taxable account? Uh, non-quali- non-IRA. Most, most non- of it is in the tax deferred. You know, is it an IRA? Oh, well, then you don't or, have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a 401k. Yeah. yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that at all. You know, especially so, going uh, into the election. I mean, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So I mean, 
That, that's another thing. You know, what's going to happen if, uh, <clears throat> you know, crazy crazy uh, Biden wins, you know, I mean. And <laughs> we well, got, you know, well, another interesting plan. You know, he's going to he's going to raise taxes. The Democrats want Harris, but they couldn't run her because they know she's too radical. She would lose. So they're putting Biden She's out there, one of the first Biden to pull out, win, but, yeah. and then you know they can skew the election, and then uh, he'll get in there, and then he'll just disappear, and uh, Harris will Harris will get in there, and she you know she can go with uh, her communist agenda. Well, yeah, we won't get started on all of that because you'll get me all riled up too. But uh, all but, I know is the clock in this office is made by Harris. <laughs> but. But it's a U.S. But, you know, and, and it was interesting, you know, why is the market so strong with the possibility that... The yeah, Dem- that's the, what I've been asking myself. Right. You know, and every day I turn the thing on, you know, uh, you know, the Fox Business Network, and the market's up, the market's up, the market... And, and the polls say Biden's winning, Biden's winning. Right. I said, something, <laughs> something isn't coming together that, here. Yeah, that's why, yeah. And, and they, they said, believe it or not, that the major market participants are becoming more comfortable even if he wins, even if the Democrats win. Uh, it, yeah, so the major market participants, you're talking about the big money. The big money, right. They're li- liberal Democrats. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. They know so, he's not going to win. Well, who isn't going to win? Biden. But, well, I don't know. Well, we'll find out in we'll find 24 out. days but or something like that. But it just, I agree but whatever. with Paul. It you know, it's, uh, doesn't make sense. You know, it, it, well, that, could be, that could be the future black swan. That's what I'm worried well, about. Well, that could be. Yeah, if you're worried about that, you know, cut back some, cut back a lot, cut back all. You know, do what makes but, but, you— you know, somebody said one time, said the market, the market is indifferent— Indifferent to politics. It's just kind of. Well, uh, they've always said that the Republican administration, the market does better. But proof is that under Democrats, it has. But it's minuscule. It's like yeah, a tenth yeah, of right. a percent. And different. you're talking about the long run, right? Right. Now, at 80 years old, what's the long run? Not too long. I don't, <laughs> I don't even buy green bananas. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, it's less, does I mean, you got less time ahead of you than you have behind you. <laughs> you know, so. I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, uh, "I got a bo- I got the body of a 65 year old." So. That's good. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Keep it up. And you got your mental capabilities. Yeah, I mean, and it's better than the guy that went to the doctor. And the doctor, <laughs> doctor gave him two weeks to live. He said he couldn't pay the bill, and the doctor gave him another two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pumped. Speaking of Henny Youngman. That's like I do in this yeah, show. I, 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 I give you a price target, and I say, you want to hire one? <laughs> you know, okay. Another one, a guy goes to the doctor, goes to the psychiatrist, and says, uh, I'm having suicidal tendencies. And uh, <laughs> the doctor says, you got to pay in advance. <laughs> That is Henny Youngman. Beautiful. So, you know, you know, do what you're comfortable with uh, and don't worry about missing out, you know, that type yeah. of thing, you know. I and just worry about staying healthy. That's all. That's, well, all. that's, that's the important thing. Don't right. go anywhere. But, yeah. <laughs> Get that bubble. No, you just got to wash your hands. You got to, you know. Yeah. Just, the bubble. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got one guy said that the, uh, the safest place to live is a prison cell. Oh. In a way. Here. I don't know if that's a joke or what it is. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to go into that one either. But anyway, yeah. Well, you know, you know, e- 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 even, you know, you. I've been yeah, listening to yeah. you for a thousand years and appreciate keep up the good work. it. We appreciate okay, it. Thank Thanks, you very Paul. much. Good luck. Okay, bye. Take care. Stay safe. Okay, right now, phone lines are wide open 803 1520, toll right. free 800 879 7541. Or you can go to our chat box at sapristan.com. Let's go. We got a bunch. Let's get these done. 
Dollar right. Doctor. Yeah, Go right. to thesepperson.com. Don't Some, interrupt me. Some, Dollar Doctor tab, chat and archives. Go to chat. Easy. Click on join the chat. Type in a question. Type in a symbol. It's too and easy. if you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Okay. O-T-R-K. He owns it or what she owns it? it. O-T-R-K. Close at 5408. I like that number. There you go. 5408. Well, that looks terrible. On track. They're not on track right now. <laughs> All right. I shouldn't laugh. No. It's uh, not a good chart. Okay. And, you know, doesn't mean it might not go up. You know, it just is looking at it from, you know, a charting uh, perspective. Uh, the 200-day, luckily, is way down there at 31. I don't know if that's luckily. Hmm. But the 50-day is at 62 and a quarter, and it's at 64. So if you drop below the 50-day, 62 and a quarter, and it closed at 64, right, uh, you get a little concerned. The real support for it right now, what would you say? Does she own it? or? Uh, I forgot. Yes, uh, they own it. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, so the real support's 58. Uh, so if you're willing to sit back and, you know, if it dropped under 62 and a quarter, you might get a little more concerned. Certainly if it went to 57, I'd be very concerned. We're close to 5408. Yeah, I know. And I said 52. You said 62. Oh, did I say 62? Yeah, sorry. And it closed at 64, yeah. So it's above. No, it closed at 54. It looks Did like I 64 here. Oh, you're right. Gosh. All right. My uh, eyes. I'm think, looking. I think, I, think we'll, I think we'll go back. You're to, rubbing we'll off. We'll go back to Haynes. You're rubbing <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so, that, so you know, under 62 and a quarter gets a little concerning, but definitely if it hits 57, please reevaluate it at that point. Do a lot of research and we'll see what's going on there. Okay. Next one. AT&T. Person owns it. Yeah. Uh, wants to know if the dividend's safe. <laughs> Who knows? The dividend is safe. Who knows? You think it's safe? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, easily. They're looking to buy it. Jeeper. I mean, oh. you're rubbing off on me. Twenty-eight thirty-two. That I know is right. Looking to buy AT and T. Well, once again, I mean, if he's a dividend player, uh, I would do some. I would do some, or she, or no. And uh, you, you digressed me here. If you're a dividend player. If you're a dividend player, you know, who's comfortable with AT&T, you've done your research into it. I mean, I'd look into a little bit more about different people's opinions about, sure. you know, whether the dividend's safe or not. You know, we, right. we, we can't really tell. Uh, everybody's got a different opinion, you know, so check it out as far as the, uh, you know, dividend goes. But, you know, support has been in the 27 area. And we're getting down near that right now. Certainly, right. if it dropped to 26, you know, it might go into the low 20s at that point. Right. Now so, yeah, go ahead. There if you are, feel comfortable with it, you might buy a little. And if you have a plan, you might say, well, then if it dropped into, you know, the lower 20s, I add a little bit more to it and go from there. Right. Somebody's uh, also, he's also, or she is also asking, can you recommend an alternative with a safe and high yield, safe dividend, high yield. Well, I, what's a high yield? I, I mean, understand, I mean, but Verizon you know, is Verizon. Uh, I think is a better, better, right. better choice. It doesn't have the that higher dividend. Four it, and a quarter. Four and a quarter. You know, um, I'm trying to think. I haven't. I'd have to look look around a little bit more for uh, you know 
what you consider a higher dividend. Well, you know, it's also the safety of it. And too. the safety of the dividend. That no, no question about that. So uh, yeah. But you know, Verizon is a, is a interesting play. You know, at four yeah. percent. Certainly, every time it got back down into the mid to low fifties, it was a better play with a high with a higher dividend yield. You know, at mm-hmm. that point in time, but. Uh, if I were to pick between the two, definitely a lower dividend. But if you're a dividend player, uh, you know, uh, like I say, you could follow that plan for AT&T. Okay. Also, somebody's asking, they enjoy the show. Well, that's good. Well, they said they enjoy it because of me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> they want to know, are commodities in an upward trend? Are they? Uh, asking specifically about SLV and then asking about Wendy's. They own it. Well, I don't want to tell you about my last eating experience at a Wendy's, you know, because as I've said before, you can't let those things get in your uh, way. Get in your way, because I've told many times the Chipotle story, you know, what a dump when I went into it. I'd never buy this and look at it, you know, so. But anyway. Buy Wendy's based on that. And I can go after one stock after another, you know, so, but. Okay, what about commodities? Upward trend? Yeah, I, I mean, they're looking better. Uh, you know, it, it de- you know probably depends on which commodities, but in general, yeah, I guess, you know, the trend has been slightly better. You know, it's kind of a play on uh, recovery. Uh, you've seen, you know, the copper area do very well. So, yeah, silver's been struggling a bit, and... Uh, SLV right now. Let me take a look at SLV because I went and looked at the twenty three forty one. Sort of close that. Yeah, it's been struggling lately, <clears throat> and there's conspiracy theorists that feel that uh, you know companies like uh, J.P. Morgan or whatever the bigger companies have been Chase. playing games. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, right now you got tons of resistance in the twenty four area. So it depends on, you know, are you a long-term player? Certainly silver could be in a portfolio for a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, no question about that. Uh, now, it's, 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 it's got to get through uh, the 50-day at 24, and that's resistance at 24. So until it at least gets above 24, um, you know, you can't say anything strongly positive about it. But if you were to buy it, the out point would be probably, or the review point would be 20. You know, mm-hmm. So uh, as far as research goes, it's tough on silver. You get big silver bowls, you know, you get all this stuff. But yeah, long term, and if people are right about inflation eventually, it could be a part of your portfolio. All right. What about Wendy's closing at 24.31? Yeah. My stomach's churning from right. my experience, we but we'll now. forget it every time I hear that name. Too much. But it might have been, you know, the particular restaurant I went to. Person owns it, wants to know if it's breaking out. Matter of fact, after my problems at the restaurant, the, the little girl at the counter said, we might be having an off day. <laughs> hmm. So anyway. <laughs> Thanks for other, the warning. Yeah, other wor- words. I won't tell you where it is. You know, I wouldn't want to slander the particular restaurant, but. I, matter of fact, I took the French fries home. I was going to take a picture of it and send it in as a complaint, but that was just right. one of the many things. But anyway, I mean, it looks very, very strong. Price objective is about 28. Does she own it or he owns yes, it? Or, yes, yes, yeah. they own it. Yeah. So, well, you know, next potential target's about 28. Um, 
you know, the 200 days at 21, the 50 days at 22, so you got good support in that area. And I'd only reevaluate it if it dropped to 18 and a half. So it's been strong. It looks strong, and I'd hold it right now. Okay. Right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Who's up first? Uh, Jerry and Alden. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Peter and David. How are you? I thought I'd give you a little support. Thank, Thank God. Because then you know, Willard will say, should we keep this show? Nobody ever calls. <laughs> well, it's a holiday weekend. Yeah, I know, and, and, and a, and a leaf, leaf-raking weekend, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I know a lot of people are going camping. Right. I <laughs> um, got a, uh, two or three I'd like to ask you mm-hmm. about. The yep. first one is CBS. I own it. Uh, it hasn't done much. Fake, fake, fake news. What, what was the symbol? CBS. Oh, CB, I thought he CBS, said. CBS, drugstore. CVS. Oh, CVS. I thought, all right. I well, th- V and B. I, I, I thought TDS. All right. You, <laughs> don't call us to buy a stock. No. <laughs> 5940 on the close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has been a disappointment. I, I read tremendous bullish things about it. Right. Which goes to show you, right? All that COVID testing they were supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, and all sorts of other things. Uh, you know, I forgot who they're, um, what, what, is, what is the, like, drug, whatever thing they're involved with. Uh, uh, the drug company? No, it's, you know, like the intermediary or whatever. Oh, yeah, having I, those in-store. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of, uh, yeah, I can't think of it. But anyway, I, I mean, the, in looking at it, you know, it came back in the support again. Obviously, the stock doesn't look great. Uh, but, you know, it did bounce out of support. And you got tremendous support in, you know, 54 to 57. Uh, closed at what? 59. 59.40. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, just depends, you know, how, how you feel. Do you want to be in it? Maybe just when you get out, that's when it takes off. That's what usually happens, you know. But well... It seems like the drug sector is just not doing good. Walgreens. Oh, that's been a disaster. Down, they said because of the stores in England and. Yeah, right. they're they're under pressure. Their margins are well, under pressure. Well, uh, to me, I think that Wal, Walgreens boot merger wasn't a good one. You know, so. But. And they know. say the trap store traffic's way down. Oh yeah, I'm sure that is. Yeah. What's the next one? Well, what you might do is you might say, you know, let me get out for now, and if I finally see something, you know, that it's moving, I can get back in again, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. The next one's a a small drug stock that was recommended somewhere, KTRA. KTRA, which is Kintera Therapeutics. Close at a dollar sixty six. Can only go down a dollar sixty six. There's there's our opinion. No, I mean you know it, it's been the long long term downtrend. You know, and and as you know, you know with biotech stocks, it's it can be, you know, a lottery. Miss or miss. A lottery. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, I mean, I'd nothing, look into it and find out, out. What's that? Nothing stands out about it. Yeah. From your point of view. Well, not really. I mean, other than the fact that, you know, it, 
there's a lot of resistance between one and three quarters and two and a half. Now, if it got to uh, two and a half, two and three quarters, you might have something going for you. I mean, back in August, they closed a $2.2 million private placement. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a teeny tiny company. I mean, this is, you know. So it's, it's, it's a real big speculation, you know. Uh, I'd look at, you know, is there a strong reason to be in it? And, uh, you know, uh, if it did get to two and three quarters, I mean, it, it could go as high as five, you know, so. Okay. Then I want to ask about a fund, a Fidelity fund, mm-hmm. Fidelity Puritan fund. As a balanced, mm-hmm. as kind of a balanced fund, I was looking at, you know, it's a it's a five-star. Right. What's the symbol? Uh, <clears throat> hold on. Uh, F-P-U-R-X. Mm-hmm. F-P-U-R-X. Fidelity, that one looks decent, no question about it. I mean, you're in that one? No, I was thinking of entering it because I've, I've done balance funds, but this one, yeah, I don't know, it's a, it's a morning star five. Yeah, it, it's, five, you know, and the chart's beautiful. I mean, you know, potential objective for what it's worth, grain of salt, 41. And, uh, you know, I would only reevaluate if it dropped uh, under 22 and a half. Okay. Yep. What do you, is there a particular balance fund that you were No, saying, not or? really. I mean, this one looks as good as any, to tell you the truth. I yeah. mean, what I do is I just compare a number, you know, just Google balance funds, best right. balance funds, and see. Yeah, buy, maybe buy a little of each. Yeah. That's, you know. But this one looks very good. Okay. Uh, then... The last one I will say is OPEK. I think it is the the one that has the COVID test. Well, don't know right now. Uh, that's the wrong symbol. I guess. Yep. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I own some. Uh, you mean OPK? And, yes, OPK. I think. Well, quick disclaimer: I have an option on it. Close at four sixty-two. Yeah, I mean it looks it looks interesting. To, you know, it looks interesting. So it's it's well, a. It seems to be trending. You know, a little bit each. Yeah, day. a little bit up every day, and it, it's a speculation. And if and if you're lucky or we're lucky, you might get back to six. Yeah, that's what I was looking right. for. Yep. You agree with that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you thank for calling. Thank you very much. And we'll go very quickly to Doug and Amherst. Good morning. Got Good about morning, a minute. Gen- Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good. Got a minute. Uh, they had a stock on uh, uh, the CNN, CNBC, uh, AMD buying out a, uh, another rival com- a company. Xilinx, and, yeah. Yes. And Kramer really was all for it because he said he likes the new management. And uh, it's weird, uh, stock price at 80, buying out a company stock that's worth 100 and some odd dollars. Right. That's just a little bit unusual. Yeah, well, the market didn't like it. You know, it got hit. But 
Well, smaller companies, I mean, the dollar price. Got to go quick. Yeah, yeah. Dollar price isn't yeah. yeah, that doesn't matter, you know, really. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say, you know, 82 should be the near-term support on it. If it went to 81, you might get concerned, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was long term because I, I bought it at 20. Yeah. And I had that for years. And, and then well, the new man. Well, yeah, we, we got to get off now. You know, we're at the end. But yeah. yeah, yeah. If, it, if it got under 60, then I'd reevaluate. All right. Well, thank okay. you very much. Okay. You have thank you. Day. All right. Okay. Good luck. Thanks, Thanks Doc. everybody, for calling. Until uh, next week, take care. Keep a little powder dry. Go get your leaves, mow them. You've been listening to The Dollar Doctor Show. Every Saturday morning at 10, Withered Saperston and Peter Greco answer your questions about stocks, bonds, mutual funds, retirement issues, and the economy in general. The Dollar Doctor Show is brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Discussion of specific securities should not be construed as recommendations to buy or sell, either by Saperston Asset Management or AM 1520 WWKB. The Dollar Doctor Show is rebroadcast on Saturday night at midnight. You're invited to join us again then or next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1520 WWKB.